Before I start, I wish to acknowledge the custodians of this land, the Wajak people of the Noongar Nation, and their elders past, present, and future. I wish to acknowledge and respect their continuing culture and the contribution they make to the life of the city and this region. This brand new podcast, Moonlight Conversations, explores topics you and I want to talk about. Life, love, hopes and dreams, and everything in between. It tackles the discussions we have with ourselves and other people about our thoughts, emotions, and experiences. Most of all, It delves into why conversations are highly essential for physical, emotional, and mental well-being, and how our souls and spirits need them to thrive and not just survive. We all deserve to be healthy and happy, to shine and to sparkle. So join me in this journey. Start a conversation with me now. It can inspire people and change lives. Tonight, I interview Valerie Fisher, an award-winning coach and an author. She is also the creator of Brain Science Selling, an approach combining neuro-linguistic programming techniques with advertising and marketing strategies aimed to help entrepreneurs increase their revenue. She talks about how this digital marketing approach helps entrepreneurs as well as ordinary people needing a change in their lives. In this episode, Val will discuss what neuro-linguistic programming and brain science selling is and how we can use these in our daily lives and how these can change and add value to people's lives. She also discusses what she values in her own life and as an added bonus, Val will read one of my poems from Conversations I Never Had with Luna and Other Stories. So without further ado, I give you Valerie Fisher. Welcome Val. Welcome, Val. Yes, hello. Good to see you. You too. Oh my gosh. Um, we missed each other for like two weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank okay. you so much for joining us tonight. Now, I want to start off with asking you, what exactly is um, brain science selling and how is it different or connected to NLP or neuro-linguistic programming? Hi, hi everybody. So for all of you listening um, today, thank you for, you know, thank you for tuning in. So brain science selling is actually a combination of um, neuro-linguistic programming and digital marketing. So it started in 2020. This is my brand story. When I lost that 
job in 2020, I took note, I took an inventory of what I have, what I know, and what I've done in the past to kind of like to find how I will survive the pandemic without a job. So I didn't have, you know, I didn't have a job. Um, I was chief marketing officer when the pandemic hit, but I was fired for, you know, several reasons. But I'm like, so what can I do? How can I help? Mm-hmm. And usually when you are faced with, you know, um, uncertainty, that was the most uncertain part of, I think, I would say, of mo- of our lives, mm-hmm. um, of this generation. So that's what I did. I took note of, you know, what I have done, all of my skills. And then I realized that, you know, I know marketing. I have advertising and marketing background. I know digital marketing because I I co-own an e-commerce site. And then I'm also a neuro-linguistic programming practitioner. So I said to myself, is there, you know, I, I wondered, like, is there anyone who actually combines, uses and combines all of those. Mm. And no, nobody, there's nobody who, who did that. When I even posted it on one of the Facebook groups for coaches, yes. a guy said, like, he said, you know what? I have PhD in psychology. Your concept is bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh. guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he said that. He said oh, that. Your concept yes. is BS. Sorry. It's, it's, you know, yeah. he doesn't believe in NLP. That kind of actually, sorry. Um, And then it kind of made me want to stop for a bit. You know, mm-hmm. I I doubted myself. But then I'm, you know, I pursued it and this is what I do now. How is it related to NLP? Because neuro-linguistic programming is a field of psychology that really studies how we think of things. So the neuro part, visual, auditory, and kinesthetic, mm-hmm. how you label those thoughts according to how you were programmed. Because the way that we say, you know, I'm such a failure, for example, or I I can never get things done. I can never get things done properly. We blurt out those words because... Of social programming. Oh, yes. It's, you know, we we were programmed that those are the words that we say when we are stumped. When, in fact, that's not true. That's not reality. Or you have a dollar in your pocket. You can't say you don't have no... You have no money, but because, you know, that's how we were programmed. It means that you can reprogram those thoughts and relabel those thoughts and feelings. And you can apply that to marketing and advertising. So that's when I realized, I think I have something here. You know, I think I have something here. And it started really as a way um, to help people because when I lost that job, I was afraid, like I didn't have, you know, I didn't have income. I wasn't going to have a regular income, but I wanted to help. I can't donate. If you remember that time, you know, whoever had money would donate or would buy from friends who were baking, who were cooking from home because they lost their jobs. And I'm like, I can't do that because I don't have an income, you know, incoming money. So yeah. how else can I help? And that's when the brain science selling concept started. That was that was my own unique concoction. So I, <laughs> you know, so I can help people. Yeah. It really started out that way. That's awesome because um you basically bounced back from uh negative 
position in your life, basically bounce back and, you know, do better than ever. So, reframe. yes, it's a reframe. Um, redire- it's rejection. It's redirection. It's oftentimes redirection. It's yeah. not, you know, it's not, you're not really being rejected. You're just being directed yeah. or redirected to something that Better. you should be doing. Yeah. Yes. And okay. I also say, you know, we, we struggle with the things that we do or experience because those are the things that are not meant for us. So we struggle because we pursue or force things that are not meant for meant us. us. <laughs> okay, I got it. Okay, so how did you like basically pull yourself up, put yourself together? Because you said, or you mentioned earlier that you were doubting yourself. You started doubting yourself when that guy sort of, you know, knocked it back or something or knocked it off. And then um, put yourself together and said, you know, I can do this. Um, your background in neuro-linguistic programming, I guess, would have helped? Yes, definitely. Because the reframe, um, you know, the reframe actually from a concept or like a technique in, in NLP. Yes. Um, if I were going to enumerate the things that helped me, I would say really like when you are at that point, when you're stressed, when you're depressed, when you're in a state of trauma, you breathe fast, fast and shallow. That's, you know, that's the normal. So because I have NLP background, I was conscious of that. Okay. So I, you know, I breathe slower. I, I, I consciously and intentionally breathe to relax because otherwise I would just be crying the whole day. <laughs> you know, it's, it's traumatic not to have a job in the most uncertain and the most scary time ever of our generation. um, It's it's very traumatic. And if I didn't know NLP and if I didn't know how to manage that, I would still be there. You know, I would still probably be in that that state. So that's number one. And then um, in NLP, we call it break state. Well, for break state, because, you know, I felt it. I felt the the shame I felt the um it hit my ego I felt the fear you know I felt all of those I allowed myself to feel all of those but then we call it break state meaning I told myself enough no more and how to do that it's actually physical sometimes you have to do it physically and in my case what I did was I started doing exercises like yoga like yoga because the state was my state at that time when I was wallowing in self-pity was like Mm -hmm. I was just on you know in on the couch checking Facebook and doom scrolling yeah yeah. (laughs) doom scrolling what's going to happen to the world I don't have a job what if something happens to us you know all of those those things running through my head and and I I knew I had at some point I had to break so like physically I you know stood up and just moved uh you know did 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 some exercises Mm. and so that's the second so breathe and then break state and then the third um my mentor taught me this and i'd like also to to teach this to everybody when you are feeling down okay Mm -hmm. when you're feeling down and you're feeling even even when you're unhappy or you know depressed 
Yes. Best feeling in the world, at least for me, and you know, my the mentor who taught this to me is gratitude. You can't oh, be yeah, sad and yeah. grateful at the same time. Those two feelings cannot coexist. Yes. So one, one will trump the other. Mm. And when I choose to be grateful, the sadness is is managed. It doesn't completely disappear. It's just there. Yeah. But I'm able to manage it. So what I do when I'm in this state, again in that state, when you take a shower, this is very simple. When you take a shower, you, so you shower, right? You touch your hair. And then when you touch your hair like that, when you're washing your hair, you say, thank you hair for making me look pretty. Ah. When you wash your face, when you remove your um, makeup, for example, and you say, thank you eyes for letting me see love every day. Yeah. Thank you face for giving me face to the world. Thank you hands. Yeah. Um, and you do that in the shower. You do oh, that in the shower because you're uninhibited. That's, so, that's so, such a great idea. Thank you so much for that. Because I've never thought about it, but you can do that in the shower and you literally just thank God for everything. Yes. Have. Yes. yes. Because in the shower, you touch all of your body. Yes. Thank it. <laughs> yes. And you feel happier afterwards, don't you? Yes, yes. Yeah, you get to focus on the positive things that you have rather than what you don't have. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So that's um that's also something that I, you know, something that I did. And the more proactive one of getting yeah. myself out of that funk was to actually ask. It wasn't easy for me because I rarely ask, you know, I rarely ask for help. Oh, <laughs> but at so the time, um, yes, I asked for help because um, at that time, actually my friend, a friend of mine asked me first, asked me first, like, do you know anyone, do you know any speaker who can help my team to, you know, to learn digital marketing? See, he asked me, I gave him several options and he said, it's out of my budget. And I told him, you know what, these people, these, they are, they're good. Like they're some of the best speakers in the country, but I cannot guarantee you that they know digital marketing because digital marketing at that time, they weren't doing it yet. Oh, you know what I'm saying? A speaker, you, you can be a speaker and not be a digital marketer. So how can yeah. you speak about digital marketing when you're a speaker, when you don't practice it? You know, I gave him those options. And then eventually I said, this is what, I, you know, this is my ask. I said, you know what? Do you want me to do it for you? Oh, because so you I put yourself out there, break out of that cycle you were, or the funk you said that you were in by trying to present yourself to your friend. Yes, that's how it started. That's really how it started. I asked him, like, do you want me to do it for you instead? I don't charge as much. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And then it went on from there. Yes, yes. So positive feedback obviously from that first speaking engagement um also teach other people you know other teams because at that time it started as a sales team so it was an exclusive training mm. and then i used the digital marketing so that's when the brain science selling concept started because i said oh okay so nlp what are the concepts of nlp or what are the brain-based concept it's understanding your customer and and my customer that market that i serve because coming from a real estate industry very competitive yeah. knowing that they're very competitive i consciously tagged the people in the zoom fees you know before the trend was a zoom fee yeah. <laughs> instead of a selfie yeah. so i intentionally tagged them in the zoom 
piece. That's an example of brain science selling, understanding your customers and um, using that understanding to do to doing marketing or or sell or doing selling. Okay. All right. That's great. That's awesome. Now, you obviously know a lot about um, digital marketing and, you know, NLP and all that. But how do normal, like us regular people get, can we use it at all? Even in NLP, um, just NLP in particular, I use it every day with my husband. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, he goes to work. He's a teacher. So he goes, you know, he goes to school every day. Yes. And then when he comes home, this is one of the reframes that we that we did. Um, he didn't actually notice it until <laughs> until I pointed it out to him. I said, because he always says, when he comes home, he always says, I'm tired. Okay, so he says, I'm tired. Mm. And so I told him, you know what? Let's change your language. Can we change I'm tired to I need to rest? Ah. Because I need to rest or I need a rest is more proactive. Okay. I think I have an example of when I did that this morning. Because it was Monday and my husband said, while he was shaving his face, he said, oh my gosh, I hate Mondays. And I'm like, honey, I don't think you hate Mondays. I think you hate what you have to do on Mondays. Yes. Yeah. So he said, oh, you're right. And I'm like, yeah, don't hate Monday altogether just because you just hate what you're going to have to do on a Monday. You like get up for work again. I think I get what you mean. Yes. Linguistic is very important because when you realize that, oh, right, I don't actually hate Mondays. Why do I say that? Yes. It's programming. Yes. You're not a failure. You might have failed at this one instance, but it doesn't mean that you're a failure. Yeah. Those are two entirely <laughs> different things. It's something that regular people can immediately implement. That that's something that they can, you know, use all the time. Okay, like in everyday life. Right. That's awesome. And how like in your own experience, what type of benefit has this given you? Some of the people that you know personally, I know when I'm I, I can create my own reality. Yeah. I can create my own reality. I can remove myself <laughs> from that reality. So, like, for example, we were driving. I'm like, I don't like, I'm never, ever, 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 ever to bag you again. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I kept on saying that. And I told my husband, I know that I don't mean it. But just for this moment, I want to say it. You know, knowing that you actually have control over how you respond to things. Mm -hmm. It makes it, you know, it makes you feel very, it, it's, it's very empowering. Um, even when you talk to friends, like, you know, when, when somebody t tells you like, I can never do things right. Mm. Ask them like never, never like one instance that you did something right. Mm -hmm. Don't think that choosing us as your friends is right. 
That's really good. Turn it around like that. Yes, you challenge it. In, in NLP, we call those words universal quantifiers. Say never, when you say ever, or always. So when you hear those words, it usually connotes a limiting belief. Neurolinguistic programming actually helps you psychologically to frame your mind into thinking positive things and changing the outcome of what you want to happen. Yes. Yes. Okay. And and with what happens, whatever is presented to you, you can choose how to respond. Yeah. And choose how to look at it. Say, for example, my website was like wiped out in June or July of this year, like totally wiped out. Yeah. If I chose to mope or you know just be sad about that and be really mad I was like really 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 mad yeah that's like you know a year of of hard work gone I mean I was out of the ranking of Google I was completely gone for like three months because I lost my website yeah then I reframed that and then I said well you know I think it was time to change it that helped takes all the worry out and then brings back more excitement into like what you need to do next instead of like focusing on what's happened yeah. negatively. How do you think is this different from like other approaches? Why NLP or why brain science selling? So why did you focus on that one? Is um at the very heart of brain science selling really is the customer and understanding how they think. So yeah. how customers think and how they behave, which makes it easier for you to sell because you're not really selling, you're addressing a problem. It's you know, it's kind of a change in mindset. It's because it's not, you know, hard selling. What do you need to give them what they need? That that really is the at the heart of brain science selling. Understanding them and figuring out what they need and what they want how they are, what you can do to help them. I just, one of the most um, most important lesson that I get from you is you sell the benefit, not the feature. Yes. You sell emotions. How is that important? Like, tell us more about it, please. We don't like it when a sales lady comes up to us and says, what are you looking for? What do you have in mind? Or, you know, whatever. We don't yes. like that. We feel like they're invading our space. <laughs> you know, we don't like that. But if the sales lady says, you know what? Do you have a, you know, this look good than you? Can you imagine people, you know, staring at you? Or So you're selling that idea of an emotion that they will feel when they buy that product that you're looking at. So mm-hmm. it's not how red the dress is but how red will make you feel good when you use that dress for like an event, a gala or something. It's not about um, what the specs are of your laptop. It's about how fast you will be able to open your programs because you want to spend time with your kids or because you you want to finish things early so that you can spend time with your kids. So that's 
the emotion and also the benefits versus the features. Because if you tell me the specs, why? Why? <laughs> And you get bored easily, don't you? Because it's too technical sometimes, a lot of jargon in it. You try to avoid that by like appealing to their emotions instead and saying, oh, this is how it's going to make you feel. Yes. Or by getting this, this is how it's going to make you feel because of such and such. It's very interesting. And how has this worked for you? Yes. Um. Well, it, it, it works for me very well. That's really how I sell. And right before this conversation, I had a, a Facebook Live on my exclusive group, exclusive community. And I interviewed a girl who shared with us the results of one of my trainings. And she said, you know, her main takeaway from the training that she at attended was selling using emotions. Mm -hmm. And she's very young. She was She's only been in the real estate industry for 10 months. So mm -hmm. pretty new in the industry. And pre-training, she was only able to sell one condominium unit. And after training and after following me for several months, 97 million worth of property that she's able to sell. Wow. <laughs> Probably 30 properties altogether from the time that she did the training until now. Oh my goodness. That's how effective it is. <laughs> so that's how effective it is. Oh my goodness. And I can vouch for that as well. I had trouble selling my book, marketing my book and everything. And I went to you um, to get coaching from you and everything like aligned. I was able to present a blog to the Purpose Fairy. Yes. And, and then I was able to get that interview with Featured PH. This is really effective, guys. So vouching for that. What other takeaways do you get when you have successful clients and people who thank you, appreciate what you do for them or with them? I'm always inspired, even if I know how to get myself into that state. I mean, I, yeah. you know, but one thing that really inspires me and one thing that really, um, gets me going is when clients or students you know send me messages even if it's just text message yeah and you know that's really what keeps me going and that's what inspires me the the tenacity of the people you know being action takers and really um, absorbing the concepts that I teach because if I don't do that I might go back to what that guy said that my teachings are BS. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're definitely not. <laughs> they're so much worth it. They've worked for me. As you know, I have this podcast now, <laughs> which we're doing. So that's out of that coaching. And um, I have my like website and blogs and everything. So that's really worked out for me great. I want to read your poem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you mind having a go at reading yes. one of poems? Yes. Go for it, Val. Thank you. Kung hey fat choy, 
says the obvious choice. We all put special value on different things. A note that's with a trinket that's in a box, regardless of the price, the cost. And we all put special value on different people. Family, wives, husbands, sons, daughters, grandchildren, pets, friends, old and new, around the neighborhood, in school, at work, significant others, boyfriends, girlfriends, lovers, fiancés, fiancés, regardless of names, age, sexual orientation, color, race, religion. And we all put special value on ideas, on feelings, tangible or not, love, happiness, respect, and all this, invaluable, priceless. What we consider special, meaningful, is up to each of us. A child's laugh, an old person's smile, a parent's advice, a friend's hug, a hand to hold, the world and its mysteries, not understanding all of them, but being part of it, being alive, this note, notes, freedom. Now put a price on that. What's the most thing that you value? When you start a business, when you start selling, which, you know, all of us do sell something, idea, we sell a concept, we sell yeah. food, whatever. You have to start with why are you doing that? What is important about doing that? What is the value that you get from doing that? So for me, for example, I value excellence. I value learning. I value courage. Those are the things that I will really fight for. Um, excellence. I want people to really learn. You know, I want people to upgrade their lives, to improve their lives, to, to really see their potential. That's also part of what I share, especially when you're starting a brand. Um, you have to start with those things because when you don't know that, when you don't have clarity on that, you will immediately get confused with all the strategies and tactics mm. because you know all the all the bright little bright things out yeah. there new things out there That's like true. you need this do you need that do you need this do you know that there's something new there's some a new program a new app do you need that how is that related to your values what do you hold dear to your heart so yeah. this poem you know really resonates with me like freedom that do how do you really put a price on that like happiness family yeah it it, it matches <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Beth. so and guys please buy the book conversations i never had with Luna and other stories because you you get to really read poems like that like the one that I read please do buy a copy of her book thank you so much tell us Val how people can get in touch with you if they do want like help as well like yes. I said. so when you're ready to when you're ready to understand 
your customers, you know, how your customers think and how they behave, you can get in touch with me. Um, everything is there, www.valerie, V-A-L-E-R-I-E, P, Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R.net. My preferred social media is LinkedIn. So I'm there as Valerie Fisher. So you can get in touch with me and connect with me there. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much, Val, for your time tonight. So that's it for tonight, folks. I hope you enjoyed our episode tonight. Please make sure you listen in again next week. Friday, 8 p.m. Perth time. And don't forget to check out my website, www.conversationsineverhadwithluna.com, where you can check out my book and purchase it as well. There will be an Amazon link on there. It's called Conversations I Never Had with Luna and Other Stories. So please go and check that out. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great night ahead. And again, this is Anna, Moonlight Conversations, signing out. Good night.